The views and opinions on Pipe Bomb Radio are of the cast and crew only. Due to the graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. Now, one of you assholes start this show. Here we go. Three, two, one, and Rolex. Rolex! For Pipe Bomb Metallic NYC, I am your host, the only host of Pipe Bomb Metallic NYC, the master of mayhem, Ricky Litwinkowicz. And we are back for part two. Yes, I said part two, part deux, part dos of the 50th anniversary of metal. Now, if you're catching us for the first time here, on Pipe Bomb Metallic NYC. Like I said in the previous episode, I am rebooting the 50th anniversary. Yes, the 50th anniversary was in 2017. And even though it is 2023, I felt that I have to not only reboot the project, but finish the other projects in order. So here we are. We are covering 1978 to 1987. First up on the show is Judas Priest, the track Hellbent for Leather. In 2005, Killing Machine was ranked on the 321st part in the Rock Hard Magazine's The 500 Greatest Rock and Metal Albums of All Time. The album in question is Killing Machine, which featured Hellbent for Leather. This album, as well as subsequent albums by the band, have somewhat divided fans, with some preferring the complexity and darkness of the early albums, while others prefer the more mainstream and polished versions of it. The song Hellbent for Leather, featured on the album Killing Machine, is featured in Ari Gold's 2008 film Adventures of Power, the 2004 episode of the sitcom That 70s Show, entitled Surprise, Surprise, and also featured in the 2009 game Guitar Hero Metallica. Here is Hell Bent for Leather, here from 1978 on Pipe Bomb Metallic NYC. Yeah. I could steal and 
This is Tyson from Robots and Gods, and you're listening to Pipe Bomb Radio. Pipe Bomb Radio presenting Pipe Bomb Metallic NYC. That was Judas Priest with Hell Bent for Leather from 1978. And next up on the show, one of my favorite bands of all time, 1979's release of Motorheads. Dead Man Tell No Tales. This this track, however, was off of the Bomber album. And there was some pretty critical receptions of this. One critic suggested that the album that is well regarded by fans and packed full of essential motorhead content, tracks including Dead Men Tell No Tales, Stone Dead Forever, and the title track itself being phenomenally good metal songs, Adding that with the exception of the bluesy step down, the tracks are full of characteristic sounds of the classic lineup of Lemmy, Clark, and Taylor, with Clark's solo in all the aces described as blistering and Lemmy's spitting out intentions to poison his wife in the life-reflecting poison track, making it sounding metal-dripping brilliance. That was a mouthful. Yes, it was. But here it is, Dead Men Tell No Tales by Motorhead from 1979. Pipe on Metallic, NYC, brings you the 50 years of metal.
Ciao, people in New York and around the world. This is Pablo from Clay Soldiers, and you are listening Pine Pong Radio New York City, where the rock is alive. Motorhead, Dead Men Tell No Tales from 1979. And we're just going to keep on rolling because a five-part series for me to record could take absolutely damn forever. No, I'm kidding. I am taking my time with this. We'll have some uh, really crazy releases on it. But next up from 1980 is probably a landmark decision on his part because it's not Black Sabbath. It's actually just straight Ozzy Osbourne. 1980, the debut single release of Crazy Train from heavy metal vocalist Ozzy Osbourne and his debut as a solo artist, the album Blizzard of Oz. The song was written by Ozzy Osbourne, Randy Rhodes, and Bob Daisley. Lyrics dealt with the subject of the Cold War and the fear of annihilation that had existed during this period. All music reviewer Steve Huey described the main guitar riff as a classic, making use of the full minor scale in a way that has not been seen since Richie Blackmore's heyday with Deep Purple. Here's Crazy Train by Ozzy Osbourne, that crazy mf for himself, here on Pipe on Metallic NYC. Thank you. 
Here is Ricardo Margadona and Rebecca Riss, and you are listening to Pipe Bomb Radio. Ozzy Osbourne with Crazy Train from 1980, the first solo album, Blizzard of Oz. The list is going to just get crazier, people, so just make sure you have your popcorn ready and any other lovely beverage that you'd love to drink while listening to this show. Hopefully it's going to be an alcoholic one because I will drive people to drink. Yes, I just said that one too. Next up on the show, we have from 1981, the band Saxon. Track Princes of the Night. And the Princes of the Night is a single by British heavy metal band Saxon featured as the opening track and single on their 1981 Denim and Leather album. The song was written as a group production of all five members of the band at the time. Peter Biff Byford, Steve Dawson, Peter Gill, Graham Oliver, and Paul Quinn. The lyrics of the song deal with the narrator's affinity of a steam locomotive of the LMS Princess Royal class. The single itself peaked in its own popularity at number 57 on the UK's single charts. Here is Saxon with Princess of the Night from 1981 here on Pipe Bomb Metallic NYC. She used to be an iron horse 20 years ago. Used to bring the mail to me through the ice and snow. I've sat alone and watched her steaming through the night.
Christian Montgomery of the Winter Kill Band, and you're listening to Pipe Bomb Radio, NYC. Saxon, Princes of the Night from 1981. And next up, again, one of the most popular bands that probably turned me into a big metal fiend. And that just so happens to be Iron Maiden. 1982. The album, Number of the Beast, which is their third studio album, featured self-entitled track, Run to the Hills. A live version of this song from Live After Death was released in 1985, and the original single was reissued once again in 2002, with all of the income being donated to former drummer Clive Burr's MS Trust Fund. In 1990, as part of the first 10 years box set, both the original and the 1985 live single were reissued on CD and a 12-inch vinyl combined with Number of the Beast and Running Free Live, respectively. For all that don't know, a vinyl is a record. Yes, they're still alive. Yes, they still make record players. Go figure that. You know, after MP3s and CDs and digital downloads and cassette tapes, vinyls are making a comeback, people. Check them out eventually. You might like what you actually hear for an original sound for a change. Here's Iron Maiden with Run to the Hills, 1982. Pipe Bomb Metallic, NYC. Game. 
is Sean O'Connor of Boy Blue. You're listening to one of my favorite radio stations, Pipe Bomb Radio New York. Iron Maiden, Run to the Hills from 1982, as we are doing part two of a five-part series on the 50th anniversary of metal, which originated in 1968, the first track ever labeled as a metal track, Helter Skelter by the Beatles, and we are counting down those times going forward in that 50 years of metal. And the next track up on the show just so happens to be from Dio. Now, if you've listened to the first part of this series, you know that Dio was pretty much featured already. However, that was when he was with Stargazer. I mean, sorry, Rainbow. But now, Dio out on his own. And the track released on May 25th, 1983. The album... Holy Diver was nailed was hailed by critics as Dio's best work and as a classic staple in the heavy metal genre. The album was certified gold in the US on September 12, 1984 and platinum on March 21, 1989. In the UK, it attained silver certification, 60,000 units sold by the British Phonographic Industry not pornographic, phonographic, achieving this in 1986 at the same time as last in line. Here is Holy Diver by Dio. This is Pipe Bomb Metallic NYC, 50 Years of Metal. Morning! 
Machetti don't text, but Machetti listens to Pipe Bomb Radio NYC on Mixcloud.com. Yes, we are on Mixcloud.com as well. As well as Spotify and iHeart and Amazon and iTunes. Yes, there's Mixcloud as well. That was Dio with Holy Diver. And next up on the show, this is again probably one of the best rock classics or metal classics defined in 1984. And it just so happens to be the Scorpions with Rock You Like a Hurricane, done by the German hard rock band, the Scorpions. This was a lead single from their ninth studio album, Love at First Sting from 1984. It was written by Klaus Mein, Herman Rarebull, and Rudolf Schenker, and arranged and produced by Dieter Dirks. The lyrics, Rock You Like a Hurricane, also referenced the title of the album, on which it originally appeared, Loved at First Sting. Rock You Like a Hurricane reached number 25 in the U.S. Billboard Hot 100, greatly contributing to the album's success, and MTV put the video in extreme heavy rotation. Here are the Scorpions with Rock You Like a Hurricane from 1984. This is Pipe Bomb Metallic NYC. Thank you. 
Scorpions rock you like a hurricane from 1984. We got three tracks left. And without further ado, we're going to get to the meat and potatoes of the show. 1985. Home Sweet Home by Motley Crue. Yes, 1985. Originally released on the band's album Theater of Pain, the song was accompanied by a music video which documented the band's undertakings over the course of one of several concerts. Some of the original video was shot and used in Texas live at the Summit during the 1985 Theater of Pain tour. They performed the song twice that night, apparently to just get more footage. Home Sweet Home was released and remixed twice, once for the original promotion for the single in 1985, a radio-only promo 12-inch vinyl with the remix that was sent to stations but not released commercially until the 1988 Japan-only EP Raw Tracks. Here is... Motley Crew, Home Sweet Home, 1985, 50 Years of Metal, Pipe Bomb Radio presents to you Pipe Bomb Metallic, NYC.
to Pipe Bomb Radio NYC. Molly Crew, Home Sweet Home from 1985 with two left to go. And it just so happens that this track here from 1986 is probably one of the longest tracks on the five-part episodes of the 50 years of metal. And it just so happens to be Metallica. Master of Puppets, the third studio album by an American heavy metal band released on March 3rd, 1986 by Elektra Records, recorded in Copenhagen, Denmark, at the Sweet Silence Studios with producer Fleming Rasmussen. It was the band's final album to feature Cliff, who had died in the bus accident in Sweden during the promotional tour. Master of Puppets peaked at number 29 on the Billboard 200 and received widespread acclaim from critics, who praised its music and political lyrics. It was widely considered as one of the greatest, most influential metal albums of all time. Here is Master of Puppets, off of the album Master of Puppets. When we come back, we'll hit you with 1987 and close out the show. It's Pipe Bomb Metallic NYC, 50 Years of Metal. Pulling his face, twisting your mind. 
This is Bogdan, lead singer from Robots and Gods, and you're listening to Pipe Bomb Radio. Rock on! Metallica, master of puppets from 1986 off the self-entitled album Master of Puppets. The Last Cliff album. God, did we just not talk about members of bands uh, going out on their terms? Jesus. Just kind of crazy that I just actually had to do that shit. But anyway, we're at that time where we must bid you adieu for the episode. However, we still have 1987 to go. And it just so happens to be Guns N' Roses, Welcome to the Jungle. And here's some really great information I'm pretty sure all you R fans did not know. This album actually was released as its second initial single in the UK in September of 87, then again in October of 88, this time including it in the US, where it reached number 7 on the Billboard Hot 100, and number 24 on the UK singles chart. On the 87 release, the 7-inch vinyl was backed with a live version of ACDC's Whole Lotta Rosie, while the 12-inch vinyl also contained live versions of the band's debut single, It's So Easy, and Bob Dylan's Knocking on Heaven's Door. In 2009, Welcome to the Jungle was named as the greatest, hardest rock song of all time by VH1. In 2021, Rolling Stone listed Welcome to the Jungle at 491 on their 500 Greatest Songs of All Times list. We leave you out with Guns N' Roses. Welcome to the Jungle. I am your host, the creator of Chaos, the master of mayhem himself, Ricky Lewinkwich. And join us again for part three. Yes, part three of the 50 years of metal from 68 to 2017. Till the next time, we will catch you on the flip side. It's Pipe Bomb Metallic NYC signing out.